Welcome back to Lockdown Spurs right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. I am Jeff Garcia. Your San Antonio Spurs are going to face off against the Denver Nuggets in Game 5 of their opening round playoff series, but this time up in Denver after splitting their last two home games, 1-1, one one, with the Nuggets. And the series is tied 2-2. Two and two. So basically, what happened in Game 4? Why is this series tied up? Is this expected? What can we expect in Game 5? And also on the show... Is this still a series the Spurs can win, despite the series being tied 2-0? that is, I'm sorry. So to do that and more, I am joined by my good friend over at ESPN San Antonio, James Pledger. James, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. Let's get this out of the way real fast. Endgame is coming this weekend. Are you ready? Um, not yet, but I'm about to be. <laughs> I am, I am uh, about to embark upon a 21-movie marathon to get myself ready for the Thursday 6 o'clock premiere. Are you, are you prepared to endure every each and every Marvel movie? Every single one of them. Oh my including god! Including the Incredible Hulk. That which one do you think you're going to have the most trouble with? Uh, the most trouble probably going to be either the Incredible Hulk for me mm-hmm. or Iron Man three. For me, it'd be Dark World. Sure, Dark World. I get it, mm-hmm. but it. It's a little bit enjoyable for me. I don't know what it is that makes it so enjoyable, maybe because it is so bad. Yeah. But Thor, Thor 2, The Dark World, isn't great. It's definitely maybe the reason I like it as much as I do now when I've hated it in the past is in part because of the development Thor's characters made in right. both Ragnarok and Infinity War. And now it's kind of become not only the strongest, which we've all always known, but he's one of the best characters in terms of funny, comedic timing. Like yeah. He's turned into one of the best characters in the MCU currently. Well, some advice, and you probably know this, stay out of social media for the next few days as best you can, because there's probably going to be spoilers that you probably don't want to see. I, I almost gave you one today, uh, yeah. but luckily for you, you decided to not to click on it. Yeah, yeah, I went ahead and stiff-armed that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of getting stiff-armed, well, the Spurs got stiff-armed in Game 4 out in San Antonio. They got bumped uh, by the Nuggets to tie up this series. It really was pretty much all Nuggets from basically about second quarter-ish, pretty much to the end of the game. Uh, the Nuggets dropped 30-plus points on San Antonio in, in period three and period four, just decimated San Antonio. Uh, James, WTF. Oh, I mean, it was almost the exact same script as game two when the Spurs could have had a commanding 2-0 series lead. They were up 19 points both in the second and third quarters, and then Jamal Murray gets hot and Nikola Jokic continued to be the person he's been through the entire series. I mean, he has been an unstoppable force. I know Jakob Pertl's doing Yoma's work yeah. trying to defend him, but, I mean, he's still averaging 20, what, five, six a game? Yeah, he is. He's a fantastic facilitator on top of that. So, and then, and then Jamal Murray gets hot. Yeah. You know? And that's had that the same script from game two is Nikola Jokic continues to be the steady force. Murray or name ancillary nugget gets hot. And the Spurs have no answer yeah. after, especially after going cold. Derek White has a career night in Game Three, but is 
basically a no-show in game four. Yep. And it's really tough because if you think about it in this series, you were asking a team that would be, albeit one of the better home teams in the NBA, to basically steal a game on the road, which they did. Then they then they kind of get one to the Nuggets in game two. And everybody's like, it's fine. They're coming home. They've still got home court. You really needed game two because – you're asking the Spurs to stay perfect at home. Yeah. And still win one on the road where they've been all but less than perfect. Yeah. Yeah, this, this is a uh, you know a team that's pretty much struggling against Jokic. I, specifically, he's averaging about 11 rebounds per game, 9.3 assists, and 22 points per game. He's nearly averaging a triple-double versus San Antonio. What surprises me, though, James, is this. In the three, uh, I'm sorry, in the four games that the Spurs and Nuggets have played, they're actually the Spurs are actually outworking Denver in the paint, 50 to 44. They they're they're in the plus in the far as the net rating, but it just seems to me like they take these quarters off. We saw when what happened in game what three in the second quarter when Denver came out 16 to 0. We saw what happened in game two. They took that fourth quarter off. To me, James, I just feel like this first team just can't put together a full 48 minutes. I don't think that they're taking quarters off. you got to remember the youth of this team and the lack of playoff experience that it, it does have. Yeah. I mean, this is a team that might start to feel itself a little bit after a big win. Mm-hmm. It's just it's human nature is what it is. I mean, these guys have never been in these positions. Uh, DeMar DeRozan's never advanced deep into the playoffs. LaMarcus Aldridge hasn't been outside the second round. I mean, you're asking a, a bunch of guys that are led by a bunch of guys that have never been anywhere. Derek White is one of the pillars of this team, both offensively and defensively. He's a second-year player that spent the entire season last year in the G League. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not this same Spurs team that we have where they have the leadership, the the pelts on the wall, you know, the ability to go back and mentally retrieve mm-hmm. different game options from different playoff series and fires that they've been through. This yeah. team doesn't have any of that. The only one that does is basically Bellinelli and Patty Mills, and those two you can't trust to be that because of their style of play. Like, Patty Mills is part of the reason for the game to collapse because he continues to push the ball at a feverish rate despite the fact that you're up 19 in the second half. Maybe slow the pace down a little bit just because they're making a run. Y'all are turning the ball over. You need to take a step back and and kind of slow the pace down because – Denver was winning the pace game at that point in time, and they allowed Denver to not only win it, but gain confidence off it as well. What is going on with Rudy Gay? What is what is it? Is it just simply a matchup issue? Is it just between the ears? He really hasn't been the Rudy Gay that the Spurs have relied on this past season, or at least this regular season, that is. Well, it may be something as simple as a shooting slump for, for Rudy yeah. Gay. I mean, we saw DeMar DeRozan go through it at a point in time this season where we were asking WTF with, with Rudy Gay. Yeah. Or, I mean, with DeRozan. I mean, luckily we've only seen small, small 
minuscule increments of that with Marcus Aldridge this year, but I don't think it's anything more than just a shooting slump. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, with Rudy Gay, he's a scorer, so he's not going to stop shooting or get discouraged by his slump. He's just going to have to shoot his way out of it. Yeah, it, it, it really is a situation where they need all hands on deck. And look, many that were looking at this series coming into it, we're saying this more than likely is going to be a long series. And so far, that's been true. You look at all the other series, they're what, 3 3 3 1. It's pretty much, you, you know, the most competitive is San Antonio and Denver. Should many people be shocked by now that it's 2 and 2? Because I know, James, I'm not. I don't know about you. No, I've said all along, I thought this was a, a series, I believe, the lock-on Spurs we did before mm-hmm. the series started. I said Nuggets in six or seven. Right. Just because you look at the Spurs and who they are and who they've been this year, and I know we get really excited about the wins and kind of overreact to them, but this team has been who it's been all season long, and every time you start to buy in, they give you that reality check of, Oh, they've been this all year. Mm-hmm. Well, even in the playoffs, after the big win in game one and game two, they reminded you, oh, this is still the same Spurs team. It's right. been a, and then they get the big win in game three, and they go up 2-1, and you're like, we're going to close this out at home, both 3-1, then we only got to take one of the next three. Well, they laid an egg in game four and reminded you, this is who the Spurs have been right. all year long. Yeah. Is it safe to say that in this series – that the Spurs go as Derek White goes? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's safe to say that just because you expect LaMarcus to be LaMarcus. You right. have to. He's your star. He's your number one. He's your ace. DeMar DeRozan's your counter to that. He's your 1A. He's your second star. You need that third score to help kind of alleviate unless LaMarcus or DeMar or both go absolutely nuts, you need that third guy. And it's either got to be Rudy, who's been in a scoring slump this postseason, or Derek. And for the most part, especially when Derek offensively gets it going, it helps him get his defense going too. And that's characteristic of a young player, one one piece of your game feeding into the other, the confidence that it brings. Yeah. And we've seen him when the offense struggles, his defense has struggled a little bit too. Yeah, it, it, this is a situation where the where the Spurs, you know, and for me, from looking from the outside in, uh, I, I still think that they can still take this theory. So I think we could take our first break and talk about that in our next segment, James. But before we do that, make sure to download the Himalaya podcast app. It curates all your podcasts into one playlist. And when you hop onto your car, you can just tell your smart device to play Lockdown Spurs and subscribe to Lockdown Spurs via the Himalaya app. So remember, in a podcasting world, you need the Himalaya podcast app. We are back, and I'm joined by James Pleasher of ESPN San Antonio. He is a co-host of the Saturday Morning Hangover, and uh, which is, in my opinion, James, one of the best around in San Antonio on the weekend. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. All right, so let's go ahead and uh, put a wrap on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. And with our final segment is the big question. Is this series still winnable for San Antonio, James? Is it still winnable? Yes. 
is it uh, in the Spurs' favor right now? I blowing Game Four definitely took it out of the Spurs' odds of winning it. I would give Denver like a 55, 60 percent chance in the series now, just because they have the two home games. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, I'm going to say that it is still winnable for San Antonio. Uh, I predicted it would be San Antonio in six. So far, that's holding to it. You know, the Spurs and Denver 2-2, two so the Spurs are going to win a couple more, hopefully back-to-back. But nevertheless, I look back at the last four games, and I just see the Spurs just having a bit more positive than negative. You know, perhaps the biggest blow to that was obviously game four, where the Spurs just collapsed. But you look at the first two games in Denver, obviously got game number one. Game number two, they just had a, a collapse. In the fourth period, they had two 19-point leads, and they're pretty much are dominating uh, the first two games. Aldridge even said after game two that that game, game two, was in their hands, and they controlled it. You fast forward to game three, they win it. And then game four, it just felt like they just laid an egg. I still think this first has that better edge over over Denver, uh, James. And you're right. Uh, if you look at those first three games through the first three games, the Spurs probably won 10 of the 12 quarters played. Right, yeah. Like, they definitely have outplayed Denver for the majority of this series. But everybody has to remember, A, the Spurs aren't the Spurs, at least that we know and love right. for all the decades. And two, the Nuggets are a two seed for a reason. Mm-hmm. And the more you let a young team hang around, they're going to gain confidence. And you don't want a team that was the number two seed in the Western Conference that doesn't have this experience to gain confidence. You want them to second-guess themselves. Well, the Spurs are helping to feed the Nuggets' confidence by allowing them to remain in this series, by letting them overcome those two 19-point deficits in the the game three, or excuse me, game two, and also by game four by allowing them to come back and win that one. You're allowing a team that already knows that they're good because of how they played against everyone throughout the entirety of the season. You're giving them confidence, and that's not good when you're talking about a young team that thrives on confidence. I mean, look at Murray. When he gets hot, he's almost unstoppable. Yeah, he re- he, re- he really is, and he's been a thorn on the Spurs' side this entire series. Uh, and you got, of course, I'm pretty sure you saw – the big uh, pot shot that Tory Craig took at DeMar DeRozan on his social media, sending that DeMar DeRozan the zip up your mouth emoji. So you're right. I, I think that this, this Nuggets team, they're young. They see, like, the big boys on the block, which is the Spurs, and that history behind them. And they probably look at that and say, we can knock down this vaunted Spurs system that's supposed to be so – uh, machine-like and well-oiled, but I still think the Spurs can do it. Why? Because simply they got Popovich on that sideline. Uh, yeah, it's, it's crunch time right now, 2-2, going back to Denver. Home court advantage is now lost for San Antonio after they stole it. But if anybody can rally this team, it's Popovich, and I think they, they will do that. But I'm looking at the veterans. I think at this point in the series, James, the veterans need to step up, and I'm looking at Rudy Gay Mills to do what he needs to do and fix what he's doing wrong, Bellinelli to step up. I'm looking at these guys to really, really show up in the last few games, whether that be the Spurs are going to have an early vacation or not. I just need to see something out of them, James. Your thoughts? Uh, I mean, we need we need a LaMarcus game to where he goes off for like 40 or 40. Yeah, I agree. 
we need one of those big games from either he or DeMar to where they just take control. And then the second one of them, whether it's Lamarcus or DeMar, whichever one, supplements with like 25. So, it, I mean, it's a massive scoring output between two spurs, but I think it will help to bring confidence through the rest of the team. I know confidence is being used a lot in how I'm depicting both squads, but they're both extremely young and they're very confidence-based teams right now because of just the, the way that they played throughout the season. You can see it in them. When the Spurs have fallen down and, and gone through, like, on the road, you can tell it's a confidence issue with them. You can yeah. see it. They're right. I mean, Pop's talked about it before. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's definitely a confidence issue. Um, you know, the Spurs, I just, I just think, just the, like you mentioned, the quarters have been, been more one than, than than not than over Denver, and I think that's what the Spurs need to hang their hat on. Okay, so James and I are going to take our final break. We get back, we're going to put a wrap on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. We are back, and I'm joined by James Pleasure of ESPN San Antonio, co-host of the Saturday Morning Hangover, and we'll get into details about where you can listen to that show in a bit. But, yeah, James, I want to get your thoughts. What do you think about LaMarcus Aldridge getting benched that fourth quarter in game four? I think Pop trying to do Pop things. I mean, we've seen him do it to Timmy. We've seen him do it to, to Tony. We've seen him do it to name Spur. It even doesn't have to be one of the big three. Yeah. I mean, he's he's seen things going sideways and has pulled them in an attempt to kind of set them down, talk to them. Uh, almost put on a game in a sense to where if the if the pinch makes a run, you know, you insert the, the starters later in the fourth quarter and see if they can close it out. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, you're just getting them off the court, letting them know, hey, you know, it, tonight's not your night. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, trying to, to get them in, in a better frame of mind. All right. Well, um, let's go ahead and talk about the next game, which is tomorrow night, Game 5 in Denver. How do you see it going down? I think it's going to be a, a close game. Uh, and the Spurs, if they want to win this series, they have to take this one. I agree. Because I don't see you winning two straight, including a Game 7 in Denver, with when you let that crowd get into it and you let that, that Denver team get confidence. Yeah, this is a must-win for uh, San Antonio. I totally agree with you. They got to get this one, and what makes it even worse for them, it's on the road. We know what their uh, issue was this past regular season. So far, okay, this postseason with them getting one game in Denver, but hopefully that trend will continue. Um, I think the Spurs get this one. I think they know they let uh, game four slip out of their hands. I think they are confident enough to know they are the better team. I still say uh, Spurs get this one and uh, finish it up. In San Antonio, crossing fingers. Uh, but James, <laughs> <laughs> but James, um, before we let you go, so you can embark on your mega Marvel marathon leading up to Endgame. We talked about it. Saturday morning hangover. Tell us all about it. Oh man, uh, Saturday morning hangover. Myself, RJ Ochoa. We just uh, put a life fund spend on the week's events and try and get you ready for the upcoming weekend's games to the best of our ability and. and 
you know, just have a lot of fun in studio while we do it, man. It's, it's awesome. You can listen Saturday mornings, 9 to 11 on 1250 AM, 94.5 FM, or, of course, online at ESPNSA.com. Uh, also, on ESPNSA.com, we have the full podcast there on the Audio Vault page. I do my part, James. I try to retweet it every time I see it and make sure the word gets out there. So Don't fans, think that doesn't go unnoticed <laughs> and it's not appreciated over here. <laughs> well, I just wanted you to know because I want to remind not just you, but also the listeners right now, that when they see that on my timeline, give it a click. It's a very entertaining show. I've been fortunate enough to join uh, James and RJ before. It's fun. It's loose. And I think it's everything you need for a Saturday morning. James, tell everybody. No matter which way this week goes, I'm pretty sure you're going to be on this Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm hoping we're coming back talking about the second round. But, uh, yeah, how can they follow you on Twitter? Uh, You can follow me on Twitter at I am Pledger. There you go. Simple enough. Are you going to hibernation? Are you going to go all – Lock down your social media now. Are you going off the grid now for the next few days? Uh, I, uh, well, the, the the L.A. premiere isn't even until Wednesday night, so uh-huh. I don't feel I have to self-impose exile myself yet. Okay. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm going to be sporadically on, just kind of checking through, you know, Spurs updates and stuff like that throughout the week. Uh, you know, there's like a virtual way to cover your ears and go la 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 while you look. <laughs> you know, I, I think there should be that just for you for this week. Um, but first of all, let's salute you for what you and your buddies are going about to do right now. Take tackle on every each and every Marvel. We got to get updates. We got to get some sort of updates on how you're doing uh, you during it, this man. week. <laughs> okay, so let's go to put a wrap on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. So for James Pledger, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. <laughs>